What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Are You Entertained podcast. This is your ultimate source for all the reactions and conversation in music, movies, TV, and sports. I'm Trey Alessio alongside the homie Brandon Ogden in the studio. Brandon, what up, though? What up? We're finally back. It feels like it's been a minute. Uh, this is our final regular, regularly scheduled program of the year, but don't worry. We have our annual Best of podcast coming soon. Um, we're excited about that one. That's one of our favorites uh, throughout the whole year. As always, subscribe to us on everything. If you haven't, follow us on everything. It's been a fun year. But uh, next year, we hope to get bigger and better, and we need your help. So tell a friend about us. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today, so we're going to dive right into it. We're going to start off, as always, with our Shoot the Shit segment. Um, any new movies, TV, uh, album songs we've listened to uh, that we're not really going to break down. Um, you have any off the top that you yeah, <coughs> want to kind of talk about? Or? Yeah, I watched Battle of the Sexes. So I watched a couple of, of movies. Oh, yeah, so that's, that's the tennis the, one. Yeah, with uh, Steve Carell and Emma Stone. Okay. Uh, it was pretty good. Was, Not bad. Yeah, it was an interesting watch. I didn't really know any of the story. <laughs> yeah. So um, speaking of the tennis kind of movies, I started to watch. It might be a Hulu original. I don't know if it is 100%. It's on Hulu. Um, Borg versus McEnroe. Did I tell you about this? Yeah, some of it. Um, yeah. It's with Shia LaBeouf. Mm -hmm. the, what I wa I fell asleep. I didn't watch the whole thing. But um, what I watched, it was really good. Shia LaBeouf, like, I can tell he killed it. I, I, I'll have to go back and finish it, but really good. Uh, how was uh, Steve Carell and he was uh, good. Emma? He was good. Emma so Stone. he plays like a uh, retired, I think, former champion tennis player. He's a little bit older. And he like challenges like the number one woman tennis player, Billie Jean King, right? No, so he challenges a different one first. Oh, okay. Basically saying, but like, she's Billie Jean King, right? Yeah. Okay. And basically, it's a true story. Yeah. Yeah. Basically saying like men are superior to women, yeah, yeah. and like he could beat any of the women, and he just basically beats down the number one like tennis player, uh, just kills her basically. So then Billie Jean King is like, all right, like screw this, let me try, and so Ooh. she actually ends up beating him and. Spoiler alert! Cool. So it's, true it's, a, story, it's a true story. So, so. get over it. And That's then cool. uh, the other one I watched was Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour uh, with That's Christian Bale or Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. You're, sorry. Think, you're thinking Vice. I am thinking Vice. Yeah. it looks similar. But. Yeah. Um. So that was about um, Prime Minister uh, Winston Churchill. Yeah. Did you Did you like it? You said, it, you said it was a little bit boring. It's dense. It's dense. Okay. Uh, there's just nothing really happens. It's over like a week span. Um, it's basically like the day before he takes over, the day he takes over for Neville Chamberlain, and then like four or five days after that, like him meeting with his war committee and like basically arguing and giving speeches to the so radio like it through very, radio and stuff. is it very dialogue based it's though? all dialogue okay there's like those one are my scene, favorite type of movies i'll be straight honest there's like one scene where they show like an airplane and like they mentioned dunkirk and stuff okay. but okay. Hmm. it was pretty it was underwhelming gary oldman was phenomenal he did a great job um but other than that it just it kind of fell short okay for huh. getting like oscar noms and all that stuff it, yeah so I was um, watching a uh, Golden Globes nomination breakdown, and um, they were talking about how, like, I think all there were like three people, and I think two of them did not like Vice at all. One of them liked it, um, and they just thought that Darkest Hour um, 
what's his name uh gary oldman yeah can't like obviously it was a lot of makeup and it was about how he looked like him but um it felt like he performed without it being like just about the makeup right. and they say that in um dark or in vice that um it was kind of the opposite. It felt like it was more about like them looking like like Christian Bale looking like uh, Dick, Dick Cheney, Cheney. and it, it, they also said the dude who plays George Bush was imitating Bush. So yeah. I'm, I still definitely want to see it. I'm oh, yeah, excited absolutely. for it. So, um, but I just thought that was kind of interesting in the parallel there. Um, I have these albums kind of on here and movies that, uh, I've seen and we saw one together here, uh, championships by Meek Mill, DiCaprio two by JID. Um, I saw a green book. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody and then we both saw fantastic beasts too. Um, did you listen to championships by Meek? I haven't listened to any new music, so okay. I have not. Okay. Um, really the highlights there are, uh, obviously he has the reunion with Drake it's more of a banger song, like it's not deep or anything, but it's good. Um, Meek Mill says something about, I went back-to-back back and now I'm back-to-back back with Drake, something like that. So that was kind of interesting. Um, <clears throat> the Probably my favorite song on there is the one with Rick Ross and um, Jay-Z. Um, very, very good. Uh, one... Uh, Rick Ross drops an F-bomb, the kind of F-bomb that people are butthurt about these days, and it was a big thing on Twitter. People are bitching about it. Um, and then Jay-Z spit probably one of the best verses I've heard this year. He, he fucking killed it. Go check that at I'll least first out. i have to listen to that. Yeah, he, he, he stepped up on that verse. Um, the, there's a song with Cardi B. People are saying the stupid, like, oh, he used to go out with Nicki Minaj, yeah, and then he went and got course. Cardi B on a song. Uh, but the song, it bangs a little bit. I personally like the songs where Meek is on it by himself more. Like, he always gets um, a good sample for the intro, which mm-hmm. is really good. The song Championships is good. Um, just... It's a solid, solid album. It was a cool, <clears throat> it was kind of a cool comeback album that we all kind of wanted from Meek. So I recommend it. Um, it. It's kind of sprinkled in with like bangers that I don't really care about and songs that I do like and do have meaning because he's on, not his kick, but what happened to him, uh, the prison reform, what he's going for. Right. He also has little hints of that throughout the album i personally would have liked to have seen a full album like not strictly about that but like more introspective and like talking about what he wants and like his agenda i I think that would have been really cool um but we get a little hint of it on this album but it's a fun album i recommend it dicaprio too now this is kind of a guy who no offense probably isn't on your radar he's kind of an up-and-coming rapper he's signed to uh dreamville that's j cole's label this dude i'm telling you has serious potential to be a um i i don't want to say i don't want to go too far out there but in the future he could be on the level of kendrick and j cole and logic and the heavy hitters of rap right now um the dude can spit the dude is very I I um, compared him to Lil Wayne like when I first heard the album like I get that kind of vibe where it's punchlines and he has a very like weird cadence but I like him I'd highly recommend that one yeah um, he has a feature with J Cole on there that he, they both spaz 
Um, I want to talk about Green Book briefly. Green Book, great fucking movie. This is a I you would love this yeah, movie. Yeah, need to see this. It's really good. <clears throat> it's one of those movies where it's like I don't want to say it's 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 definitely PG thirteen, but it's kind of it has a hint of Disney fied, but with like. I, I, this is gonna sound stupid, like not at not really Disney fied, but it's not to the point of R rated where it's like so dark and so heavy. But it's a really good story about friendship and courage and uh, race relations, and very very good. It's a movie that I feel like everyone sh- could watch and pull something from today. Um, so I I like that, and that got a lot of love with the Golden Globes, and we're gonna talk about that later. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, which also is getting some love for the Golden Globes, um, I really enjoyed it. I I think everybody likes Queen. I mean, we're kind of too young to be fully entrenched with the Queen love, but um, I think there are multiple songs that are universally recognized. Um, but I didn't really know a lot about Freddie Mercury. This really pulled back the curtains, and um, Rami Malek played an outstanding Freddie Mercury. Um, <clears throat> more so than the sh- the movie itself, I think his performance was outstanding. So mm-hmm. if if I've, this doesn't win like a Best Picture, not uh, you know for Golden Globes or Oscars, um, I think he deserves maybe a, a win in that category. And we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that moving forward, but. Uh, I so I've seen a lot of <clears throat> backlash from that movie. Really? Like yeah. in what way? Um, so everybody, I think, had a similar point where Remy was like a star. He killed it. Mm-hmm. He was great as Freddie Mercury. But I guess uh, a lot of it was very, I mean, and rightfully so, it's going to be dramatized. Um, but I guess there was a ton of like the timelines didn't make sense. So hmm. I haven't seen it, but uh, spoiler alert, I guess it's a true story. But It's um, a true story. So get over it. Um, <laughs> but like when they go on their final tour or whatever, and it's supposed to be like he got AIDS and like they're rallying for him. Yeah. That was, I guess, like two years before he got diagnosed with AIDS and like he didn't even know he had uh, AIDS. Oh, really? Like okay. in real life. So, so in the movie, kind of the in the this is the movie and like i said i don't know a lot about Freddie mercury but what happens is he gets diagnosed with hiv aids yeah. and then th- they kind of break the the band breaks up and he kind of gets lost and he's down and out and then um he kind of comes back and he's like i need one final concert one final concert and it's the like two four right. um it's, it was in Africa. It was uh, for like world hunger or something. And that was when the band got back together and played for the, the final time. So you're saying that that happened like two years before. Yeah. Oh, that's allegedly. So <laughs> Damn. So, so that's what oh, I heard. Uh, so, it was a good movie. Yeah, I'll, so, I'll say it was a good movie. I didn't know that part, but that might bring it down a notch or two. Yeah. But so a lot of people as you will. didn't, especially like Queen fans, yeah. didn't really like it. But fair. I, fair I did enough. hear he was phenomenal. So. Yeah, he killed it. He killed it for sure. Um, and Fantastic Beast Two: The Crimes of Grindelwald. What'd you think? Yeah, so we both saw this together. Yes, so. we saw it together, and I had, what I shared to you after the movie is I, I'll repeat again for for the audiences. It was a setup movie. So if any of you are Harry Potter fans, think it's very similar to Deathly Hallows Part One, where there's not a ton of action and stuff going on. I would say there's a, there was a lot going on. Like at parts you could get confused because there was so much going on. But in terms of like action, action, 
right. I, not not that right. much. I mean, but what you're going to see is, I think, in the next, next one, one is where crazy. it's going to be like all out war. So, like in Deathly Hallows Part One, they're pretty much the whole time looking for the whole cruxes. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this movie, they're looking for credence. Yeah. So, like, those are the parallels I see. And then in Deathly Hallows Part 2 is when you have, you know, Harry versus Voldemort. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the next movie, you're probably going to see Dumbledore versus Grindelwald or versus Credence. Or the Newt dude and his crew. Right. So, like, those are the parallels I see. Um it, it was good. It, like it did its. I think it's. It did its job. Yeah. I um, would say though, it's it's an average movie. Like it's not yeah, gonna. No, make, yeah, it's right. not gonna make my like top ten. No, list. absolutely not. I yeah. I would agree. Yeah. It's definitely not as good as the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I just think it's more of a setup movie rather than like a. Sure. And just to point this out, I think this is the worst in terms of like critical scores. Box office too, rot, I think. Rot, Rotten Tomatoes. I think I don't know what's on what it has on Rotten Tomatoes now, but I know it's the worst rated of the whole. Harry Potter series, so yep. a lot of people were kind of scared, like what's going to happen next and shit like that. But um, it was a it was a good movie. It was, it was cool to see like Hogwarts, Hogwarts, yeah. and like young Dumbledore. Oh, yeah, for sure. You, you even heard young McConnell. Do we uh, want to? Do we want to spoil like kind of? I guess there's a couple big twists, but like there's one that I didn't know anything about. Uh, Dumbledore. Do we oh, want to say yeah, this? Yeah, spoiler okay, alert. Spoiler alert. Um, He's 99% gay, pretty much. Yeah, so he basically reveals that uh, there was one line in there where there, he can't, uh, Dumbledore says he can't go against Gringlewald. And we find out later we they actually have out, like a blood oath. Yeah, they have about a blood it. pact or something. Um, but he says. He was like my, or someone was like, was he your, like your brother? And he goes, no, he was more than that. Yeah, he's and, closer, I, and I looked yeah. at Brandon and I was like, his lover? Question mark. And Brandon goes, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. J.K. Rowling did not see that for like years on Twitter that Dumbledore was gay. So okay, see, I didn't know that. I, I'm like a very casual Harry Potter fan. Like yeah. I like them; they're they're cool. But like I did not know that. That was kind of a shock to me. And then, um, I guess another spoiler alert. Credence is a Dumbledore. Allegedly. Allegedly. For now. We, we think, For now. I, I personally think he was manipulated by Gringlewald, but yeah, we'll I see. Agree. I agree. We'll see. Fair, good movie, though. It'll, it's a good setup movie. The other thing is my uh, two shows that I'm pretty deep in right now, Manifest okay. and A Million Little Things. Yeah, you were telling their... us last podcast that you are getting into these. Are you, is, yeah. you stuck stuck with them? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But they both just like took their two- or three-week break for uh, the holidays and gotcha. stuff. So. Gotcha. A Million Little Things is getting really freaking good. I right. think you would enjoy it. The writing in it, I think, is incredible. This uh, is the one kind of like... Um, it's, their, it's their version of This Is Us. This Is Us, yeah. But I think this is a little bit more happy okay. in a weird sense. Yeah, uh, it's centered around like suicide yeah, and cancer, pretty that. much. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there's there's a couple characters that just are like perfectly casted and perfectly written. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, they're like some hilarious moments. Like if you have like a pack of friends, like it's like what you want to be when you get older and like grow up and stuff. Huh. So it's cool. it's a pretty good watch. If, yeah. If anybody's looking, what for is it on? ABC. ABC. If anybody's looking for like a more somewhat serious show, but they don't want to do like the crying every week of This Is Us, <laughs> um, I would recommend it. Cool. Cool. I guess uh, in terms of shows, I started, uh, I think I've kind of in previous podcasts kind of hyped up the first season of Counterpart. Um, mm-hmm. Where you know the dimensions duplicate yep. and shit like that. Uh, season two started last Sunday, so 
it it's really fucking good dude it's crazy um question for i don't know if you remember this i don't remember i hope you do um do you remember in my last year's best of podcast did i rank that because i'm pretty sure it premiered last december so it's kind of one of those weird things where like the first episode is in december but so i didn't i want i mean it deserves to be on a list i don't know if you put it in like 10 or if you had it like a just miss i feel okay i I remember you bringing it up okay you can go back and listen. Yeah. I'll have go to back through the archives. Through the archives. I'll have to do that. Get research. I, Get research it, on if that. I, <laughs> if, I didn't, if I didn't do it for last year, I definitely want it to be on this one, it, whether it's season one or season two. So I'll have to do that. All right. Let's get into some uh, movies and TV to start. A lot going on here. A lot of trailers dropped. We're going to break down these trailers, and uh, we can talk about one that um, premiered, but it hasn't hit um, the internet yet. We've read the description, so we can kind of talk about that, too, if we have time. Um, Let's start off with the big one, though, Avengers. We got the Avengers 4 trailer. It was crazy. Uh, The way they, you know, brought it out and the way they premiered it was really cool. Um, We finally got a title. Which, let's stop right there. Okay. We had debate on this show a couple months. Granted. Not a couple months, but like a month or two ago. And I have to say, we didn't like come up with these on our own. Like they, we did, but we like, tried to like piece together. But yes. also, like Avengers is highly theorized, so like, right? I can't say I made this up on my right. own. But you but did, I, say I did say it say would this, be Endgame. I, I did. I did think it would be Endgame. Um, yeah, it is called that, Avengers so Endgame. Yeah, so. you nailed it. Let's go. And the reason was is because I wrote that uh, yeah, TV, series TV series and I called it the Endgame. I'm like, the Avengers is gonna fucking copy this <laughs> shit. And what did I say? <laughs> God damn it! No. Um, so Avengers Endgame. I I love the title. Let's start with the title. Um, this is a direct connection with Doctor Strange's quote from Infinity War. We're in the Endgame now. There's also another one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also Iron, in Ultron. Iron Man and Ultron yeah, says. I, this is I it. Saw this, this is the end game. I saw this on um, yeah. on Twitter, and so clearly they've had this in the works. They knew yep. this was going to happen for quite some time. So I, I like that. That's cool. Um, for, first of all, do you like do you like the end? Yeah, game? I think it's a good one. I, I think, think it's so a good too. one. I think like, the only thing you have to be careful of uh, is obviously we may see a couple older characters get killed, possibly. Um, so you got to make sure. That, yeah, it's the end game. Like. To wrap up this part of the Avengers, but well, that's there might was, be another Avengers. That's what I was know, just, further That's what I was just about to say. So I think, in terms of the MCU, this is the end of this era. Um, in terms of also how they do phases, I think they're in right. phase three or four. But this is the end of that phase, like the original. It's the ev- end right. of the original Avengers, um, and then all, ultimately it could be the end of some characters we can predict later on if we want but um i think moving forward for the mcu i think this is going to change everything whether you know i personally think people are going to die important people are going to die um and i think endgame is a good indicator of that so there's that with the title that was cool um Another thing, this trailer leaves us with a lot. You, you've obviously seen the trailer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. You, sh- you also sent me something I still haven't watched. I need to. That's okay. Um, it was I, from what I watched. It was cool. I, I watched it while I was like at work, so I didn't get to see all of it. But um, anyway, this trailer leaves us with a lot of questions. Um, we're gonna kind of bring to light these questions. Maybe not answer them, but you know, communatively 
bring it out there so we can all kind of ponder it. Uh, so first of all, right away we see Iron Man, um, very ominous tone, like he's out in space alone. He's um, basically leaving a vi- video message for Pepper Potts saying like he's done. He has four days, how many days? Four more tomorrow days of food. Tomorrow he runs out of air. Yeah, and tomorrow he runs out of auction. That's what it is. So my qu- big question is why the hell is Iron Man alone, left to die, in space? Um, well, let me first question the premise of your question. Okay. Is Iron Man alone? So there was on Twitter. Someone, oh, a theory. Okay. No, someone paused, paused like the when they zoom away and it's him in the ship, someone paused it. Okay. And in the back window, you see a figure that looks either like Groot. Really? Or looks like Nebula. Okay. So hmm. some skeptic on if wow. he's actually I, alone or not. I actually did not see this. Yes, I saw Surprising. it. Surprising. So. <clears throat> and I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's like it's so dark that you can't. Yeah, like make out if it's like Groot or Nebula or if it's anything, huh? Um, but because it, he was at the end of Infinity War, I'm pretty sure Nebula, he was with Nebula. Yes, and that's it because everyone else Doctor I think Strange died. Pa- did uh, <coughs> Star Lord die? I think everyone except those two. Everyone from the Guardians of the Galaxy got dusted. I think except for Rocket and Nebula. Well, yeah, if you include her in, not it, yeah. in the Guardians, <coughs> but yeah, yeah, okay. So, so yeah, so some. Some little uh, interesting. I did not see this. That, that I like that mystique about that. So, so we'll see. Another question is: Will Pepper Potts save him? Obviously, um, I think was it the end of Spider Man where he kind of said, "Let's get married." I'm pretty sure. Yeah. In the post credit scene. <clears throat> so anyway, um, I don't know if you've seen this. This is kind of another little rumor slash um, theory mill thing. So Pepper Potts, that's Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, she. Uh, apparently this this picture leaked a while ago of her taking a selfie in some armor now she has in the past i think donned the suit is that right because you in that um thing you sent me she was in the suit right so in yeah, an I think old you iron put her man in movie a suit to like <clears throat> save her okay maybe she was falling or something yeah i don't remember what iron man that was it's been a long time since i've seen all those movies but so she has donned a suit before but the rumor is she's going to kind of become like iron woman i guess or something to save him that's like a theory and then also it um brings that theory forward with this uh leaked selfie of her um with a green screen behind her and she's kind of wearing armor so Kind of interesting there. I could I definitely still, see it. I still don't think I would. <clears throat> I think it'd be too easy if it was her. Okay. I feel like it's got to be like Thor or like Nebula. Here's it's got to be someone I think with space ties because I don't Iron Man can't go into like and don't fly through space. Don't forget Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel obviously could. Yeah. But here's here's my thing. So um, obviously it's the easy. Captain Mar- Captain America and um, Iron Man, I think, are the two easiest characters to say, oh, they're going to die because yes. they are the leaders of the Avengers. Um, and With in Hulk, this- Hulk probably close to Yeah, Hulk, Thor, all those guys. But um, I would say that, like, just watching this trailer, obviously they want us to think that Iron Man is going right. to die. He says that he's almost out of oxygen, almost out of food. So he's I, not going to die just in space. Like well, that's yeah. not how I, they're. Gonna I just do think it. I, maybe he's not going to die now because they're not going to. I don't know. I don't think they're just going to give that to us. So yeah. I think, 
I think he gets saved and then later maybe die. Oh, like, you know what I mean? Such a tease. Oh, but fuck. I don't know. Maybe. Okay, if I had to guess, like since we're on it, I think for sure Captain America dies. At least this Captain I would, America. I think so too. So there was a quote, and I don't know if you want to know too much or not, but well, have, basically, you, have you read the fucking like because the synopsis of uh, the of Endgame has been leaked? Have you read that? Uh-uh. Okay, good because I don't really want to know everything. Yeah, but no, I've I like that. to speculate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there was like a fan fiction slash like. A quote, okay, about, probably on Reddit. Um, about one of the directors said like, Chris Evans basically is done with Iron Man. Yeah, but that doesn't uh, mean Captain someone America. else. Or yeah, with Captain yeah. America, but that doesn't mean someone else can't pick up. Uh, okay, whatever that, the shield, the shield. So basically, like they left it as like, you could see him like walk away from Iron Man or from Captain America or like die, hmm. but then like another person takes over the mantle as Captain America. And I'm pretty sure like contractually I think he's done. He's done. This after is this. It. And yeah. he's I think he even said like even, I just wrapped on my yeah, final Yeah, day. he like, had like a like a yeah. emotional post. So I think he's done. I could see Robert Downey Jr being like I'll give you a couple more like yeah, smaller maybe. roles <laughs> like Spider-Man he's pretty involved yeah. in like I could see him not wanting to. I could also see him sacrificing himself, though. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. To to, to like make up for all of the past shit he's done, absolutely. Yeah, I could see that. For but sure. so I could see either way with him. I think for sure Chris Evans is done. Yeah. If I had to get like to me, that would be my my safest bet. Your safest bet. I would. I would probably agree with that too. I so. could also see Bucky taking over as. I could see Captain that. America. Maybe Falcon. Uh, maybe we get a new fucking character. Who knows. Um, all right, let's go to the next little bullet point. Why did Thanos... So Thanos had... Uh, they call it kind of the scarecrow. He kind of had his armor hung up. I, I saw this funny-ass meme, but uh, so I kind of included it here. Why did Thanos hang his armor up as if he were retiring his jersey? In the comics... Like I said, I'm not a big comic guy, but I have read yeah, and I, I read know this about too. this. Um, he retires from being a villain to simply become a farmer. Kind of like he says in Infinity War, he doesn't say farmer, but he says, uh, I think someone asked him, like, what will you do after the snap? And he says, I'll be at peace and yeah. just watch the sunset. And uh, we see that at the end. And then um, we kind of see him very, very briefly in this trailer. Not even him, his arm. And he kind of is in what looks like a farm, like a field, and he's running the gauntlet across uh, crops or something. Um, so I don't know. Do you will he be the main villain? There are heavy. There are a lot of rumors saying that he one isn't the main villain or not the main villain, but he's not the only villain. And then two, my other question is. Is there any way he becomes quote unquote a good guy in this one? Because I could definitely see that. I, right. Maybe not like a good guy, but like he could be right. redeemed, I guess. So one of the in another one of the comics, uh, he also goes back as a farmer, but he like goes back with like like regret and like pity. Oh really? Like, yeah, like knows he kind of messed up. Okay. So he tries to live like a quiet life. I would have a hard time. They no, built there's no Thanos way up. He goes away. Right. No fucking there's, way. Like, he's been built up for so, so long so to much. be like the greatest villain ever. Like I just can't see them being him being like, yeah. Let me let me help run, like run this back. Like I I don't see that. One one thing I could see kind of working is at the beginning of the movie, maybe kind of the first like quarter of this movie, him being like a farmer and being off the grid kind of chilling. And then like they have to 
either someone has to like motivate him to come back. I could see that working, whether it be a good guy or a bad guy. I could see that maybe working somehow. Uh, but but I could definitely see other villains. Yeah, coming out. Oh, for sure. For, I I I definitely think he's not going to be the only villain. That's my what prediction I have. Um, I don't know who it could be. Maybe maybe um, maybe a villain from um, Captain Marvel stays alive and maybe like helps Possibly. Thanos. I have no idea. But um, another kind of weird part with the Captain Marvel. We'll, we're going to break down that its new trailer as well. But um, this that's based in the '90s. So and. There's also a bunch of theories of time travel, but um, that that's just something to kind of ponder, I guess, as well. I really enjoy, I really liked the image of kind of the the Thanos body armor scarecrow. I think yeah. that was really cool. Um, I'll be very interested to see how what they do with his character. What if he's just taking a bath and he's just hanging his stuff up to dry? <laughs> like, like that's it. He like we said. Like we said. If they hype him up so much, like I that's just a can't. Big L. I that's can't. A big L. Yeah, it, it looks bad if he like comes back and is weak and like. Yeah. Like, I think that just ruins everything you did in the first one. I think so too. And another question: Do you think the the Infinity Gauntlet will be broken after the snap? So after the snap, you, we kind of get. Uh, picture of the gauntlet and it looks like kind of busted it looks like burnt burnt out yeah yeah so uh, do you think that it is i I can't see them just not letting it work again i I think it has to have some sort of power maybe not its full power but i feel like it has to work you think so the only like the other thing is like when he snaps it do the stones stay in that's another question we don't know I mean, maybe Go comic book. Maybe like, comic book nerds know that. I I don't know right. that. So. Like that's another question yeah. that needs to be answered. So, I would assume. God, I would question. I would assume he keeps the stones and like it. Probably the gauntlet doesn't necessarily work right or something. Where just like, get the gauntlet and like everything's fixed. You know, like they probably have to like. Well, I think they've already said like because people were questioning the the um, burnt aspects right. of the gauntlet and i think the russo brothers have already confirmed like it is going to stay like that whether the powers still work or not is left gotcha. you know to be answered but i think they already confirmed like it's going to stay like that so that'll be that'll be interesting um this is just kind of a stupid question but uh captain america shaved his beard is there anything to this fresh start <laughs> a fresh start Ooh, this he's, man's he's, pulling deep. he's like gonna that. go out the way he came in Okay, okay. So he's done. He's done. He's done. I think I'll be really curious to see if they kill one of the main characters, like when they do it, what happens? Are we just gonna get like slow music and like are they gonna do like a <clears throat> a flashback of these characters? like how they do it? Let me say this. I just kinda came up with this. The only kind of ending I'd be like really down on, really kinda pissed about is if literally nobody no heroes die i think thanos is such a big villain and such um especially with what happened in infinity war there was so much weight that he carried Mm -hmm. i feel like if nobody dies that would be a little disappointing as fucked up as that may sound i feel like for him to be the best villain that marvel has had you know these two movies need to carry some weight that's why i i think it would be smart to to keep gamora dead keep um low-key dead keep the people before who were killed before the snap dead i think that would care that would 
um, make these movies matter more. And I think if they just everybody kind of fucking they all Rises want, from the you dead. Know, yeah, like every it's an undo button, and then Captain Mar- Captain America, Iron Man, nobody dies, everyone wins, and Thanos dies. I feel like that'd be kind of the Disney way to go out. Yeah. I don't know if I want that. So I agree. Yeah, um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, so we kind of you, you brought this up a little bit. Um, so in the trailer, it kind Thor was in like a spaceship. He didn't have his eye. Um, and it looked like Nebula was in the same ship as him. This is kind of interesting because at the end of Infinity War, Thor, if I remember right, is in um, Wakanda with yep. um, Thanos after the snap. And then Nebula is with Iron Man on Titan where they were fighting him, um, Thanos there before he went to Wakanda. So... It's kind of interesting that in the trailer it makes it look like Nebula is with Thor, but then you brought up the thing uh, with Nebula. The ship with do you think Iron they're all Man. together then? They're all maybe going to die? This is why I said like I could see her being with Iron Man and then Thor coming and like saving them. Okay. Maybe. Would be my guess. Yeah. That, that to me is the most logical thing I sure. think in my mind. Um, she also kind of t- it, it kind of focused on her touching something. Could that be Gamora's suit? That that's what people Possibly, on the internet yeah. are probably predicting. That's not really a big plot point. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Um, this one's pretty cool. This one's pretty cool. Uh, Hawkeye. We haven't seen. We didn't see him in Infinity War. The big reveal of Hawkeye was um, in this trailer. Um, he kind of looked. I don't want to say evil, but he looked very dark. He looked pissed. Um, people are speculating why is he so pissed. Um, probably the easiest answer would be, you know, his family got dusted and killed by the snap. Um, but some comic book people I was reading up are saying that he has turned into Ronin, which Ronin is a kind of not mantra, but kind of monarch that, um, you take, it's kind of like a samurai guy and he's, I don't want to say an assassin, but kind of an assassin. Mm -hmm. He had the sword and he wiped the blood. He killed somebody, and he wiped the blood with his arm. Um, I was kind of doing a little bit of research on the Ronin, and they said that's what a Ronin does. So my question to you, is, does Hawkeye turn turn bad in this? I don't think he turns bad. I just think he turns dark. Okay. Like, he'll he'll still, is, like, fight with them. You think he's going to come back? Yeah, I think he'll them. fight with them. Okay. Um, It'll just be instead of like the happy go lucky Hawkeye mm-hmm. we've seen, it'll be a much darker, much you, more driven Hawkeye. Do you think it'll take like a little bit um, of motivation to get him? Off? Possibly. Yeah, I could see. Possibly. Him, I could see some pushback. Like, nah, fuck you guys. I'm not going with you. Right. I could definitely see that, which I'm I'm here for. I like I like a little tension. Um, but yeah, I thought here's another thing. Did we did we need that? Like, would you have rather seen that in the movie and not in the trailer? I kind of think I would. Like obviously it was cool in the yeah. trailer, but like, like here's my thing. It, like I'm gonna kind of relate this to Star Wars a little bit. I think it would have been fucking sick if they didn't announce Billy D. Williams as Lando in this movie. If no, they yeah, would have just if they would have just shown us in the movie, you know how many jaws would have been dropped. Like, oh, absolutely. Like why do they do this? Like it's to get the people. It in the movie. But they got to get the people there. And first. I get that. I get that. But it, when you're Avengers, when you're Star Wars, you don't, you don't need to fucking to. do that. I agree. But I don't know. I there's another big reveal that I want to talk about that I think we could have done without. But 
Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So the next big thing here, uh, Black Widow tells Captain America, um, uh, this is going to work, Steve. And then he says, I know it is because I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't. The big question here, what is the it? It's the plan to go fucking save the world. Plan to go save the world. Um, I have seen on the intranet that it's time travel. I could definitely see that. Probably. Yeah. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think the quantum realm is going to be a big thing. Um, I think Captain Marvel is going to play an integral part in this. And I'm here for it. I'm excited. But I, I, I predict that it is time travel. But I, I, I do think it's going to be whatever it is is going to be to save, yeah. you know, the world, save everybody from Thanos. So that is a kind of a big moment. Uh, the big Ant-Man reveal. This is I, I want to talk about this. This is kind of big. Um, so he basically at the end of the trailer in kind of a really dark, gloom, gloomy, dreary trailer. Well, even go back before they show him as one of the missing, people that were wiped yes, out. Yes, yes. So um, Hall or Bruce Banner's kind of right. in what looks like the Avengers Tower or whatever, um, and it has three pictures of people and they say missing one is scott lang aka ant-man the other is shuri from black panther and the other is uh peter parker aka spider-man so um obviously they think that ant-man is done for and then at the end of this trailer um it kind of a a little, it brings a little comedic vibes, which is was what well, Ant Man. Yeah, Ant Man is Ant-Man definitely does. comedic. Right. Yeah, um, but he brings a little light to this dark trailer, and he says, "You gotta let me in. Let me in. I'm Ant Man. I know you right. re- remember me. I got big, whatever <laughs> from uh, Civil War, which I thought was funny." Um, and then Captain America says, "This is old footage because obviously they think he's missing." Right. And um, Black Widow says, "No, let him in." And so we know one that he got out of the quantum realm. Um, I don't. Have you n- not seen Ant Man two yet? I have. Okay. Did we see it together? No. We, we, okay. I just watched it like a month ago. A while ago. Yeah. So you saw the post credit where he yeah. got stuck in the quantum realm. So right. obviously we know somehow he gets out. Now, kind of the easy way out theory right now going around Twitter is that Captain Marvel is in the van. <laughs> with him right there right which we know that the quantum realm is like kind of in that in the back of that the van. machine is the yes. machine is yeah so that's kind of the easy cop out i would think but i guess it could work um another another kind of thing the big reveal of it i think we could have done without the ant-man reveal i would have liked to seen that in the movie As, even more so than hawkeye i think that would have been better to leave you know and yeah leave it till the movie till we see the movie it would have been a bigger surprise i get that it brings comedic value um into kind of marvel a marvel movie which is known for its kind of quick-witted humor right. within the uh action of the superhero drama but um I don't know. That was a big reveal. We we now know that Ant-Man is out. We don't know how he got out, um, if he got himself out, if Captain Marvel somehow got him out. A um, lot to theorize there, but we know he's out. So um, that that's really big. And then another thing, we kind of touched on it, Bruce Banner uh, was in the Avengers Tower, Captain America, and Black Widow. Uh, we talked Scott Lang, Shuri, and Peter Parker. But um, 
I think Le- La- uh, Latita is it Latita, right? Sure. The the girl who plays Shuri, she I believe said in an interview that she survived the snap. So what is she doing missing? She doesn't. I don't know. Her character, her personality, doesn't seem like the type to just go away and not help anybody. So I feel like there's a little bit something more there. Like what happened to her? Um, is she kidnapped? Is she not able to go out and save them? Or maybe That'll she's be, on Wakanda trying to figure out how to bring Black Panther back. That very well could be. So she's she shut a, herself she's a, off to She's the a big techie, so maybe she's out doing that, trying to bring something back. I think there's um, a lot going there. Just a ton of questions going on in this trailer. Um, are there any? There's one theory I want to talk about. Do you have any other theories uh, that you go you've kind of seen? Okay, so I read this theory... And I'm probably going to butcher it because I don't have it right in front of me. But it was basically, um, what if nobody died after the snap? So the snap happens, and then, like counterpart, the um, the worlds duplicate. So it, take, it took the people who got dusted from the snap and put them on kind of this other dimension. Kind of like a quantum realm. Yeah, and then the quantum realm could be a... Uh, a way to bridge these dimensions. And I was like, damn, that actually could be something. Um, and then another big theory I think is the um, reality or what was the, the soul stone, the soul stone mm-hmm. they are trapped in the soul stone. That's another big theory. I just thought I, I didn't even think about the kind of nobody died after the snap and they got washed away to this other dimension. I thought that was kind of cool. I could, I could see that. That could be cool, but it could also be really hard. Oh, yeah. It could be very messy. To do. Yeah. Like cinematically and however long this movie is going to be. Yeah. Fucking four hours um, probably. So I don't know. Like that. That's an interesting theory. Another thing is did you notice when they showed Avengers Endgame the title? Yeah. That's the, the first thing you told me. Yeah. Pieces coming so, back together. So kind of foreshadowing like maybe probably they're all going to come yeah. back together. Newsflash. They're coming back together. Oh, yeah. Um. So I don't know that that's an interesting theory. Uh, again, just kind of hard, I think, to do cinematically. Oh yeah, it could get messy for sure. Yeah, I don't know if I have any one big theory at the moment. Yeah, I just like subplots. Like I think Captain America is going to die. I lean towards Iron Man's probably going to die. I even lean. I think you could see uh, Bruce Banner die. Okay, here's kind of a spitball question that I just kind of thought of if you had to choose I don't know how many original members were in the it's pretty much those three okay I was just gonna say um, if you had to choose um, with what you think might happen in this movie who do you see being the new Avengers like the face of it do you think the it'll be face? Black Panther do you think it'll be Spider-Man Doctor Strange um, like who are gonna be the top three of the new Avengers it's definitely got to include Black Panther and Doctor Strange. I think so too, especially if you look at it straight in terms of like, like contracts and like movies that are coming. Right. Obviously, we've we are confirmed we're getting another uh, Black Panther. Far Doctor from, Strange just got their a sequel with the, the same, same director. director. Saw that, um, and then Spider Man Far From Home is literally coming out a couple months after Avengers, so right. we know it's coming. So. We're led Captain to Marvel. believe, Captain, of course, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel's going to be probably the be the leader. I guess I didn't think about right. that. Since we Marvel, haven't seen her. Right. But. Captain Marvel's probably your leader with Black Panther. You know, 
Doctor Strange as your one, two. Uh, I would have to think there would be at least like one or two. What about Thor? Characters. Maybe Thor. Thor could be. Thor. Uh, Hemsworth said that he'd be willing to keep uh, going. To keep playing huh. Thor. Um, I feel like this. Dude, this I, is a toughie. Do, I, I do, could does see Guardian survive with the whole James Gunn thing? Yeah, I think so. I think they're so popular and have their own like kind of market mm-hmm. that um, I, I see them sticking around. Does Thanos survive? Because I think yeah, I, think, I don't think so. Okay, okay. I don't think I, so. The only way I could see him surviving is if he somehow kind of was redeemed and he could maybe have be a good guy a little bit yeah. and then how they do the Eternals because we know he is an Eternal yeah. and I that's too comic booky for me I don't know the ins and outs of that but um I could see the only way him surviving is if they want to move forward with the Eternals and how he gets redeemed and then he goes along with them I could yeah. I could see that so I'm trying to think what about um Black Widow. What if Black she Widow? becomes kind of like the that could be roundabout leader? Because she's always got don't, really don't good don't forget Valkyrie. I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok, but I pretty I'm fairly certain she's confirmed for this movie. Um, so there's yeah, that. Tessa Thompson. Is yeah. That her name? Yep. Um, there's just so much they vision. Can get. Yeah, vision. He's so technically he died before the yeah, snap. We but built vision we, up and he got smacked. We never. We we don't know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe they go back in time before all those people died, and maybe Vision comes back. Who knows? There's a lot they can do, dude. It's crazy. So I like theorizing about the shit, though. Yeah, it's it's be, fun. It'll be interesting. And then the last question for the Avengers: What? Just what are your expectations? Let for this me movie? ask you this. I okay. want to take a different spin on this. Okay. Spin zone it. Which movie do you think has more hype? Do you trust more to deliver? Excuse me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and do you think we'll be bigger? Okay. More like more Endgame? popular. Okay. Or the last Star Wars movie. Oh shit. I thought you were gonna have Captain Marvel and then it was gonna be easy. Shit, that's crazy. You might hate me for saying this, but I think I'm gonna go in game. Uh, here's here's the I thing. think I think in game is in a a win-win situation. Event like Marvel's done everything right. Oh, yeah. They've never had like a misstep. They're gonna make this movie right. Yeah. They're gonna put like a. There's truly gonna. They're be... They're gonna put a bow on it. Yeah, it's gonna be wrapped up. We're gonna have a conclusion. And We're enough, gonna, and enough, enough to go to right, the future. Right. Star Wars has so much going around. Yes. There's so much. There's so much story to be told and unfinished stuff. Yeah. That it might feel rushed. That I think Star Wars is in a lot tougher. Like I would oh, much yeah. rather be in an Avengers spot than I would Star I, Wars. I spot. agree. And here, here's my. Th- this is why I'm a little bit nervous about Star Wars. I we all know we both love Star Wars. Um, we both. I think we both really enjoyed the Last Jedi. Um, after like having it sit, it hasn't really sat with me as well. Like I haven't gone back and watched it a million times and like nitpicked it. But in terms of like looking back and being like, oh, is it one of my favorite uh, Star Wars? I can't say that it is, um, just because I don't know. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Johnson, he went like a, a complete different way than what J.J. Abrams did, and that's okay and that's fine. I, I know he did it because he wants the future of Star Wars to keep going, and with what he did, mm-hmm. that's kind of what he had to do, and I, I get that. 
But now we get J.J. Abrams, Abrams back. That's one. So we're going to get kind of more uh, Force Awakens vibes. That's that's kind of one plot point. Two, my, I'm kind of scared because we, we're getting all these new characters. I know Carrie Russell from uh, The Americans, that mm-hmm. show. We're getting Billy D. Williams as Lando. We're getting all these new characters. Um, plus, they have to wrap up the open-ended story that was left in the last and Jedi. And that uh, wrap-up Leia, yeah. like, all this stuff. This is I the agree. end of the Skywalker saga. So they, they have so much story to tell. They're bringing all these new people in. This could be a fucking four-hour movie. Like, I don't... I, I agree. The other thing is I, we have no idea what they're going to be focused on. We don't know if there's going to be a time jump. We don't know if we're going to be smack dab in the middle of Ray training little Jedis. Right. Like, we don't know anything. And there is a rumor that um, a trailer is going to drop this uh, month, which it blows my fucking mind because it'll be a, a, literally a year out. But we can talk about that a little bit. But um, to a- short to short answer your question, I would pick... Endgame over Star Wars. I would agree. Kind of I would agree. My mind. I've kind of avoided The Last Jedi. Yeah. Like purposefully. Like yeah. I haven't rewatched it. Um, I feel like. There's I, just so much that they could do wrong yeah. to like ruin what they I did know. to bring it back. And it, and it it's going to be hard for them to put the bow on it the way Avengers Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And they've sure. kind of handicapped themselves by doing trilogies, whereas Avengers has had. Oh, yeah. 10 plus years of step by step, very deliberate. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a different kind of. It kind of feels like, obviously, Star Wars isn't DC, but it kind of feels like when you're comparing the two, how clean and tight Avengers has Mm -hmm. been each step along the way. Whereas Star Wars, it's like, we got different directors, we're rewriting, we're reshooting. Like, there's none of that. So I definitely think. What about not, what about this? Not, not to say who that I'm not think, excited no, for Star Wars because I'm who fucking. Do you, what do you excited. think will be a better box office? Shit, that's tough too. I think it's gonna be Endgame. I'll you be honest. So? I would. It depends. The Here's last the thing. Star Wars. Here's the thing. Yeah, Solo oh. did not do well. Yeah, but but it it was in the summer. In the summer, right? I just I don't know. Here's I the, I, I would. Oh. It's tough. I I would probably give slight edge to star wars just okay. because star wars has you're getting the old people who grew up with it you're getting the people our age who had the uh one two and three you're getting the young people who this is like their first trilogy so i think you have the cross-generational storylines yeah but man it's gonna be dude this will be close i bet this movie is gonna do this is movie is going to break every record ever for box office which one in, uh, Endgame. Endgame. Yeah, I agree. And then I it'll be interesting to see, to see if Star Wars, Star Wars can top, top that. So here, here's, I, I think it ultimately comes down to quality. And here I was watch, I was watching a, um, the same people. The it's Collider. It's it's one of my favorite movie sites. They have really good video podcasts that I like to watch when I uh, run the elliptical and bike when I'm right. working out. Um, sweet brag, sweet uh, humble brag. You know what I'm saying? But uh, so. So what they were saying I thought was a really good point. They have a Star Wars specific podcast it's called Jedi Council that I, I like to listen to and they nerd the fuck out. They they seriously break down the smallest detail of Star Wars during that week and they talk about it for an right. hour and it's crazy. But they had this really good point where um, the old the old trilogy, the old Star Wars movies, they felt like they meant more. They felt like they could parallel with it. 
um, with politics and with like life lessons. Right. Whereas these new ones, they're good. They're really good movies, but they're movies. They're not like things you hold on to and right. you're like, I need that. You know what I mean? And I thought that was a really good point, and I, I could definitely see that. Where like these are blockbusters. These aren't movies right. where they're like well, trying. They're to also like teach purposefully shit. trying to avoid politics because nowadays you exactly. have to. Exactly. But. Exactly. And you know, I'm not going to a Star Wars movie for the politics right. and shit, but I could definitely see that. And um, they were talking about how we they would like to see like a Star Wars f- like fan make Star Wars because yeah. then you get the more nostalgia and the, it means more. Right. Whereas um, these people now make it just to fucking make a billion dollars. Right. Which, you know, it's a business and I get it, but I just think – to go back to kind of your question, I think it's going to come down to the quality. I think, um, I don't know. I think that, th- I think they're both going to be really good. I no, think Endgame is going to be incredible. I just think Star Wars has a lot. I'm just a little um, scared for Star Wars. Right. Star Wars has a lot more to Honestly, answer. Honestly, it could be two parts. Which they is, could seriously do oh, yeah, two absolutely. parts. Which is crazy because Star like, Avengers just killed off. 70% of their stars. Exactly. And we're more worried about Star Wars <laughs> than we are. I know. It's how the crazy. fuck we're going to get 75% people crazy. back and not make part one look like it yeah. was just a waste of time. It's, it's just, I think it's just because it was Last Jedi was so open ended. Like, literally, we didn't get any questions answered. We got right. more questions on top of our other questions. Right. And I don't know. It'll be interesting to see with this, um, with, with this last episode, will they excuse me open end it to where we will get uh ryan johnson's trill because he's getting a trilogy of movies will it piece together with that will it just wrap a bow and you know piece out uh luke Sky- the skywalker saga or will it piece with uh the game of thrones guys like we have no idea what's going to happen yeah. and um we can talk about a little bit later if you want to or we can talk about now i don't give a shit but um the will we get a trailer and will it you know give us a hint at what this movie will be about will we get a little teaser with just the title like what yeah. what will we get star wars always seems their first their the title ne- yeah it's usually a teaser with like a couple like small details that usually like don't even end up yeah. making it Here, in the movie here's the two options i think that we're gonna get especially with the rumors of these and i know we're kind of going off track here with star wars yeah, shit. sorry i brought up no star that's wars okay I, I love talking about the shit so i think we're either gonna get one we're gonna get the star wars sound the boom right. and then we're gonna get the title and that's it or i think we are gonna get a small teaser with you know that i i think it'd be cooler if we got a small teaser don't give us everything. Give us the title. Give us a little bit to hold on to, and then you drop the real uh, trailer at Star Wars Celebration in, I don't know, March, which probably would be a smarter marketing campaign because this is literally a year out. Yeah. I don't see how they're going to drop a trailer. I'm, I'd be here for it. If I had to guess, you're going to get a voice talking in like a weird voice, uh-huh. and then you're going to see like old Lando. And then yeah, you're gonna you think they're going to show them right away? You're going to get the music and then the title. Okay. I think that'd be a dope way to do it. That'd be cool. No, that'd be cool. Um, here, Here's – I was, again, watching these uh, podcasts and shit. 
Um, they were saying that the reason it could definitely happen and the trailer could drop this uh, month is because this is the first time since the revival of Star Wars where we haven't had a movie in December. Right. So that's another kind of thing. And here's another. Uh, I- I'm sorry to keep keep going, no, keep going. and I'm hitting on this, but um, I think it'll be really interesting to see what they're gonna do in the second half of next year with the Mandalorian because we're going to get the Mandalorian. And then it'll be interesting to see if it's a binge worthy uh, show where you get all the episodes or if they're going to do it week by week. And because I think we're getting the Disney app, I think in the fall. So if they uh, stretch it out, and they give us the Mandalorian week after week, it'll if they do it that way, it'll lead right into the Star Wars movie. So that'll be an interesting to see what they do with uh, marketing that yeah. way. So, lot lot going on there. Okay. Lot going on. Sorry. Sorry to no. You're Star good. Wars you're good. There. We can kind of speed through Captain Marvel because I'm not as invested in as Endgame. But uh, let's get right into the Marvel trailer. You've seen this too, right? Yes. Okay. So uh, right away they explain, and it's. Um, it's Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury uh-huh. voicing young over Nick Fury. Yes, yes, two-eyed Nick Fury. Um, they explain scrolls right off the bat with this trailer, which we've kind of talked about mm-hmm. how they're shapeshifters and they're the bad guys. Um, we get it with an extended look at the old lady fight. People are like, when the, with like, just the teaser, they're like, "Why the hell is she beating up an old lady?" That's why uh, she's a scroll. Um, so Captain Marvel was found with no memory, and I think I could be wrong here. So Marvel geeks, if I'm wrong here, you gun my life. That's cool. But I think they turn her into a Cree. I think that's the species they turn her into. Because in this trailer, she seems human. Yeah, she seems human. But um, when they show like her flashbacks and yeah, and then they also show them like injecting her with green right. shit and how she has the green kind of blood right. in her nose. Um, she the like old lady said we made you one of us. I believe she's a Cree. I could be wrong, but um, then Captain Marvel says something. Uh, something in my past is the key to all this. So. I guess, what do you think that that will be? It's it's hard to speculate because we know really nothing yeah. about Captain Marvel. But um, there's also talk of a war in this trailer. And I personally think this could be the war between the Skrulls and the Krees if she is, in fact, a Kree. Mm-hmm. Um, my only, not concern, but question would be if that is the case because this is kind of an origin movie, I believe. Um, how are they going to piece it to either Infinity War to Ant-Man because we know Ant-Man in the quantum realm. There's so many pieces. But um, how are they going to piece it? Are they just going to piece it with a post-credit scene? Are they going to leave it to where she can time travel and we get it in the actual movie? That will be interesting to see. But um, I'm here for a Kree versus Scroll War. And I think think that, that can be something where they could do it now but also leave for the future like maybe one species wins obviously and then you know one part of the other species that loses they can further explore that in the future with maybe the eternals or something i think there's a lot they could do with with that so yeah i think my two my two like thoughts slash questions for captain marvel okay one when the movie ends, do we get a clear reason as to why we haven't seen her in our yeah. Marvel MCU world? Exactly. Right? They have to tell us why. Yeah. Like, she's only coming back 
for, for this infinite or for in game. Yeah, and we need to know why. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's got to be something, some type of dialogue with her and Nick Fury, t- so we know why for sure. Two, don't come back unless it's serious. Yeah, something like until I give you the message. Yeah. Two, who, if any, Avengers are going to be in this movie? So you you think there's not a chance there won't be any? I don't know. I don't know either. If 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 any, it'll be post credit. You think so? Yeah, I don't think unless you include like Nick Fury, which I don't. No, because he's I obviously see, in. It. I could see Captain America. Okay, in the actual because he's like the original Avenger. Avenger. Like I could see when Nick Fury like starts all of this up, like they introduce each other, like it's a quick scene, and he's yeah. like. Hey, this is what we're about, and maybe that's how you tie in. We're gonna need you at some point, Infinity so yeah. be ready. Yeah, I could definitely. When you say that, I can picture it. Right. So, yeah, you, I don't. I, I could definitely see that, but I could also see that as a post credit scene. Right, me too. So it'll just be interesting to see how they do it because obviously we know this is a prequel. So will they make Captain America young if they do it in the movie? It'll just be. It'll be cool to see. Iron Man. We too. don't have very long to wait. It's March, right. so a few months. It's crazy. Um, so Jude Law, I believe, is the villain. Um, I personally think he will be a good villain. I don't know his name in the movie, but I'm pretty sure he is maybe a scroll. I could be totally wrong. Like I, I don't know much. And then we get a two-eyed Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury. I think that'll be cool. That'll be fun. Um, he had the kind of goofy little ending of that trailer where he's talking to the cat yeah. i saw something on a trailer breakdown that uh the cat is an actual character and she's like in the co- the cat is in the comic okay. so look out for that anything else on captain marvel no i think let's move on okay golden gloves we don't really have to fucking break down all these um but i will should i reel them off at least the big ones. The big ones. Are we okay. gonna do predictions tonight, or are we? Yeah, do we that? can. We can. Sure. All right. Just do the big ones. We'll do. We'll do. Okay. Three. Which ones do you want me to skip? Then I guess the animated and I don't know, I I tried to cut it down to just the yeah. biggest, but all right. Let's just run through them quick. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. Best picture drama: A Star Is Born, Black Panther. That's a surprise nom. We'll, we'll, we can talk about that. Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, another surprise. And if Beale Street could talk. And your winner is? <sighs> Stars Born. Mine too. Yeah. As much as I'd like to see Black It's Panther. funny that that's not in musical. Yeah, me. I know. But There's a lot of those that are kind of, could be cross categories. But um, we can talk about Black Panther later. I, I definitely want to hit it. Uh, best Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Crazy Rich Asians, The Favorite, Green Book, Mary Poppins Returns, and Vice. Vice leads um, the movies with six nominations in this Golden Globes. Um, so that's interesting. Um, this is tough. I could see either Green Book or Mary Poppins winning this. Okay. Obviously, we haven't seen Mary Poppins yeah. or Vice because they're not out yeah. yet. Uh, I'm going to go Dark Horse, Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. A lot of people like that movie. So, all right, best performance actress in a drama, uh, Glenn Close in The Wife, Lady Gaga, A Star is Born, Melissa McCarthy in Can You Ever Forgive Me, Nicole Kidman in Destroyer, Rosamund Pike in A Private War. 
I think it's Lady Gaga. I think Easy. it's Gaga too. Yeah, I I don't think there's really any contender. Uh, best performance actress in a musical comedy: Constance Wu in Crazy Rich Asians, uh, Charlize Theron and Tully, Alicey Fisher in Eighth Grade, Emily Blunt in Mary Poppins Returns, and Olivia Colman in The Favorite. I'm going Emily Blunt and Mary Poppins. I agree. Returns. I think? agree. Okay. Uh, best performance by an actor in a drama: Bradley Cooper in *A Star Is Born*, William Defoe in *At Eternity*, *Eternity's Gate*, Lucas Hedges in *Boyer Race*, Rami Malek in *Bohemian Rhapsody*, and John David Washington in *Black Klansman*. That's kind of a surprise. Um, I think this comes down to Bradley Cooper and Rami Malek. Agreed. I think. I don't know. I th- I think it's going to go with Bradley Cooper. I think *A Star Is Born* is going to be the the highlight this year. But I do. I'm rooting for Rami Malek just because he killed that role. Yeah, I would just. I'd probably guess Rami Malek. You think? I, I think him. Bradley Cooper's the favorite, but I, I'm they're, guessing they're going to show him Rami love. Yeah. Okay. Uh, best performance in an actor, musical, or comedy: Christian Bale in *Vice*, Lin Manuel Miranda in *Mary Poppins Returns*, Viggo Mortensen in *Green Book*, Robert Redford in *The Old*. The Man and the Gun, and John C. Riley and Stan and Ollie. I'm gonna go Christian Bale just because um, it's political. They have the most nominations, and he had to gain 40 pounds for this role. So, yep, I agree. Okay. Um, best animated picture: Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I've heard kind of a nothing. stacked field. Yo, big time. Big time. The only one I've never heard of is the Mirai or Miri, whatever. But I've heard nothing but good things about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, yeah. I think it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I've even heard as much as it's one of the best animated movies of all time. Same. Just in terms of like the animation itself, like the kind of the stop action oh. shit. Um, so... I think that will that will win. If not, I think it'll be Incredibles too. I think Incredibles too. You think Incredibles two over Spider Man? If I, yeah. I'd I'd be, be I'd be interested uh, to go see Spider Man. Yeah, uh, I want to see it for sure. Yeah. So the only like thing I was like kind of skeptical about was the fucking pig. Like I'm like this. Is it was John Mulaney. Is Have you it? ever heard him? He's a oh, stand up yeah, yeah, comic. I do know him. Yeah, you He's showed funny me. As you hell. showed me. Yeah, I'd go see it for sure. It has 100. percent So, but that's that's my uh, pick. Let's get into some TV now. Best TV series drama, The Americans, Bodyguard, Homecoming, Killing Eve, and Pose. Um, I've heard uh, nothing but good things about Pose, uh, but I've also heard uh, Homecoming with Julia Roberts is a big one this year. I'm going to go Homecoming. I'll give The Americans some love. I, okay. need, to, I need to get back watching that. You, you I watched like it. season is two. Is it over now? Is it, it? Was this the last season? I don't season? know. I don't know. You don't know. I've only seen the first two seasons, so I need to get back into it. But I'll, okay. give, I'll give the nod there. Okay. Um, best TV series, musical comedy. This is really stacked. Uh, Barry, The Good Place, Kidding, The Kaminsky Method, and The Marvelous Mrs. Mizell. Uh, Mrs. Mizell won last year. Uh, it'll probably win this year yep, but i'm i'm rooting for barry it is a fucking great show the most the most like not i'd say dense because it's very dramatic and funny but the the most like packed show i've seen in a long time i'm going barry i would guess the marvelous miss meisel okay best performance by an actress in tv drama we have a catriona balfi and outlander 
Elizabeth Moss in The Handmaid's Tale, Sandra Oh in Killing Eve, Julia Roberts in Homecoming, and Carrie Russell in The Americans. I know uh, the girl from Handmaid's Tale has won it in the past. Yeah, Elizabeth Moss. I'll probably it'll probably be her, but I could definitely see Julia Roberts winning. I would go Julia Roberts. Okay. Have you? That's you have Amazon Prime. It's an Amazon Prime I show. I, I do. I don't you, know if I've ever really watched, watched anything. Yeah. I did watch the Americans on there. But. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I've heard good things about that show. I heard it's kind of weird, but uh, let's go. Best performance by an actress in a TV musical comedy. Uh, Christian, Kristen Bell in The Good Place. Candace Bergen in Murphy Brown. Uh, Allison Brie in Glow. Rachel Brosnan in the marvelous mrs mizell i think uh mizell will win that one again i, do I think too. she won last year too um best performance by an actor in tv drama jason bateman in ozark stephen james in homecoming richard madden in bodyguard billy porter in pose and matthew rice in the americans this is kind of tough because i don't really know i haven't seen any of these shows um I'm probably going to go Billy Porter and Pose because I've heard really good, like, critical things about that show. So that's kind of my, my sleeper pick, I guess. My guess would be Jason Bateman. In Ozark? Yeah. Did he win last year? I don't know. I know People he was nominated. I freaking love that show. Yeah. I, I started to watch it. I need to kind of really get into it because I feel like I'd love it. But, okay. Uh, best performance by an actor in a TV musical or comedy. Sasha Baron Cohen in Who is America? Jim Carrey in Kidding, Michael Douglas in The Kaminsky Method, Donald Glover in Atlanta, Bill Hader in Barry. This is a stacked fucking lineup because I know a lot of people, this was very um, polarizing, the Who is America with Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, I know Jim Carrey coming to TV is a big deal. Um, I Michael don't. Douglas Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas is a big uh, name, and then obviously I think the front runner is Donald Glover and or Bill Hader. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is tough, dude. I, I'm gonna go Bill Hader just because I give Barry like a tick up from Atlanta. That's how good this fucking show is. But I, I it's either gonna be Donald Glover or Bill Hader in my I, opinion. I agree, and I would probably lean Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Yep. You need to watch that show. It's I do. fucking I do. crazy. And it's only half hour. So, all right. Um, and best in. You already did we that. We already one. did that. That's awkward. Okay. Yeah. We're good then, I guess. All right. So, like I said, Vice led the movies with six noms and uh, one that we didn't talk about, but the limited series uh, versus the assassination of Gianni Versace led the TV category with four nominations. Um, real quick, let's talk about Black Panther being a best picture nom. It's the first superhero movie to be nominated for such category at the Golden Globes. Do you think this will be a foreshadow to the Oscars? Do you think the Oscars will show this movie love? Will at least get a nom? Black Panther? I don't know, dude. It would be tough. It's going to depend on the number they do. Because sometimes I think they can do anywhere up to 10, mm -hmm. but they don't always do 10. Do 10. So if they make it small and do like 5 or 6, then I would no. say no. If they do 10, I think they'll throw it in. Okay. As so a bottom I, I tier, could see it either way. Yeah, like is there any chance? Yeah, no, is there any chance there is, that it wins here and at maybe the Oscars? No, I don't think it wins at the Oscars. It could win it here. It could win here. I don't think it wins at the Oscars. Okay, okay. Um, any other of these movies or TV shows? I guess you want to see that you haven't seen. That who do you? I guess who do you think will be the big winner in movies and TV? Yeah, so. A Star is Born is definitely going to be the front runner. The front runner, I think, for okay. a lot of those. Rightfully so. It's really freaking good. Oh yeah, 
Um, TV's a little bit tougher. Yeah, TV's hard. I haven't seen a lot of these. Um, my guess is Homecoming will do well. Um, I think Barry will do yeah, pretty dude, well. I'm telling you, don't sleep on Barry. It's a great show. So Sleeper would be the Kaminsky method. That's it. Seems to be nominated for a lot I know. of the big ones. So it was funny. I was when I my dad had a knee re- replacement, and I was basically chilling with him, making sure he was cool with go good with everything and he got a text from a co-worker and the, he's like watch the Kaminsky method we threw it on we're like nah Not <laughs> it was so like cheesy it was but hey it got nominated so it must be good all right moving forward this is insane i know you you've seen it and you sent me some shit about it the live action lion king teaser what do we think of this teaser? Did you appreciate how it paid homage to the original trailer? So you were the one who showed me, you sent me it on Twitter. They did a side-by-side of, I don't know if they just pulled uh, footage from no, the that's movie the original, or the original trailer. That was the original okay, trailer. Okay, so it literally was the the original trailer just in live action, yeah. which I thought was really, really cool oh, I how they it. did it. I yeah. think that was a great idea. I yeah. think that was sweet Oh yeah, uh, how they did it. It, it looks incredible, man. It is going to be looks incredible. so fucking good. We will be there. Box office numbers. Well, for, it, it, that might that might be the record. Oh fuck yes! And here, here's the thing. So it broke the record of uh, 24 hour views right. for a trailer, and Endgame and end broke end that, that. But yeah. I just thought people are gonna come show out for this. This movie. was actually the first movie, believe it or not, that I was in attendance at in a movie theater. Was Lion King the original Lion the King? Original Lion King. That's my favorite Disney movie. Like period. Really? It's up there. I love Lion King, dude. This is going to be so crazy. It the is. cast is insane. Is. Donald Glover as Simba. They brought back James Earl Jones as Mufasa. Like it's going to be crazy. I don't yeah. know who Scar is. Actually, they do. They did say who Scar is. It's like a Scar. Let me look. Beyonce's Nala. Like they just have an outstanding cast. I know Seth Rogen's in it. Um, uh, John Oliver from HBO is yep. in it. Uh, really, the only two characters they showed in the this little trailer was um, was Simba and then Rafiki. Right? They didn't really show anybody else. Yeah, pretty much. They might have shown Mufasa, well, but Scar I don't think so. Is, uh, this guy, I never know his name. He's, How to pronounce he, it? Yeah, he's in he's a been lot. Chowdhury as your four. He was in like Twelve Years a Slave. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I, I can so some big quick. fucking names, some big Serenity. names. Serenity. He was in The Martian. He's oh, actually yep. in Doctor Strange. Okay. Oh, He's yeah, He's the guy yeah, yeah, yeah. that runs away at the end. Yeah. So, I mean, what did you think of the CGI aspect? Oh, of it? it looked incredible. Yeah, it really it looked did. Incredible. Uh, there was some stupid ass debate on. I saw this article like it was saying, "Is this animation or is the CGI?" Get over it. And oh, Billy who cares? Eichner but is Timon. Who? Billy Eichner. Billy on the street. He does like that weird game show where he like oh. asks random question. Yeah. Keegan Michael Kay's in it. Is he? Yeah. What's he? Kamari. I don't know who that is. Eric Andre has his. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Yeah. Do they have they announced the hyenas? Uh, it doesn't look like it. <laughs> that that has potential to be funny as hell. Who who they pick for that? But yeah, the cast is incredible. This movie is going to be insane. I'm excited to hear Donald Glover as Simba the, yeah. in like the first actual trailer. So um, yeah, that was really cool. I really want to talk about the streaming wars. Um, we don't have to talk about the next thing, 
because it's just kind of a throw-in. But uh, streaming wars, I think they are going to be upon us sooner rather than later. Yep. Obviously, the Disney Plus app, we've talked about it in probably the past two or three podcasts. Um, it's coming out next year sometime, I think in fall, with a bunch of new Marvel shows, Star Wars shows. But then Warner Media has now announced a three-tier streaming offer that is going to be on the way. I don't know much about that. I know there's like a three-tier system. Like if you pay this amount, you get this. You pay the next amount, you get more and so on. So that could be something. I guess the only thing with Warner, like what will they have on it? Obviously Warner Brothers movies, but how are they going to appeal to like the kids? Yeah, how are they going to appeal to the kids because Disney is more focused at the kids? Um, so that we, that's a whole other conversation. But um, then you have Netflix and Hulu. They're doing their things. Netflix really was the pioneer when it comes to streaming. And then you have premium cable channels that are also um, you can get as a streaming option. But um, that is HBO Star, Showtime, Cinemax, all that. Um, another aspect of this that I think could be morphed in this conversation, Netflix canceled Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, but rumors have suggested that Marvel actually canceled the shows. I don't know if that means anything, but it also came out that the character rights won't allow any reboot until 2020, possibly being a stab at uh, the upcoming Disney Plus app. So, Many were speculating like, oh, they'll go to this Disney Plus app and live on there. Obviously, oh. they won't be able to now. So that FYI, real quick, just yeah, I know you talked about Warner Media. Do you know they own Turner, which owns um, like TNT, Boomerang, and Adult Swim, Cartoon Network? Yeah, that's fucking crazy. So they could. I mean, and, and I'm pretty sure they the own HBO. Network. Think, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So think about all the Cartoon Network shows they could yeah. put on for kids. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, like. Once you dig really deep into this, it's yeah. a big fucking deal. Like oh, yeah. it's, and I love talking about like the future of media and where it's going. Like this, and this think, is where it's at, right? And I think even last last podcast we talked about how like Paramount, and Warner, yeah, like all I, of them. That, are, I mean, not to toot my horn, but I did kind of predict this. Like I, I foresee a future where Netflix. It's just going to be Netflix originals. Like everybody's going to pull their shit. We're going to have like independent films. Maybe. Yeah, like Netflix films. We're going to get a Disney app. We're going to get a Warner app. We're going to get a Paramount app. A Universal app. Like right. we're going to have so many fucking accounts, and it's going to be annoying. I'm not really here for it, but I can see a future where oh, it happens. Um, so, number one, do you think this is the beginning of the streaming wars? If so. Um, who do you think will come out on top? Will any of the existing platforms eventually die out? Um, will uh, anything happen to these premium cable channels like HBO, Star, Showtime? That's my first kind of bundle of questions. Okay, so I think like to like attack it from different angles, Disney's going to win. I mean, Disney's going to like head and tails be the winner mm-hmm. in all of this just because they have the most diverse and like the biggest names, biggest brands. Yeah. They're way more established than Marvel, everybody else. Star Wars. Right. So all the Disney movies. All the Disney backlog. So Disney's going to be the clear cut number one. Okay. Yeah. They'll eat first. They'll eat. When I think of like HBO stars and Showtime, I think they're in a good spot. They already have streaming services. They're yeah. still, you can still get them through like, I have HBO still through DirecTV. 
So like, I think those ones are going to be fine mm-hmm. if they stay with their current business model of being able to be a stream only, but also be able to, uh, you know, if I want to keep having direct TV, I could still watch them. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if like Warner and all of these guys, how they go about it. Cause if they compete with just Disney by doing a stream only, I don't think they'll be as successful. I think they'll have to pair up with like an HBO or like pair up with like direct TV and figure yeah. out a way to like, get their own channels or you know what i mean like so they're going to have to adapt whereas disney can pretty much be like fuck it we'll be our own streaming service and like it will be netflix but we'll be bigger and better than netflix yeah well here this is interesting because in terms of quantity netflix has a lot more whereas i like but, obviously, but, but, but once this happens, you gotta assume Disney's gonna pull all their shit off. Oh yeah, Netflix. and they already have announced they're doing that, right? But and like, you think Warner Brothers is gonna leave yeah, their shit prob- on Netflix? They probably, probably will not. eventually pull it too. So like, they're all going to take like Netflix is probably the one who's gonna get screwed the most out of yeah. this. Now Netflix will still have a leg up because they're so far ahead right now, and they've started this shit, right? You know, and they'll do enough originals that it'll keep people around or like people will forget their login information so they'll just forever have a netflix account you (laughs) know what i mean for real but netflix isn't going to be able to compete with only originals i don't think yeah but but the question becomes if if we really are in the midst of a streaming war and literally everyone kind of makes their own app that that will leave netflix fucked because they will only have their originals. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Netflix is the one that's going to get the fuck the most yeah. out of all this. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Disney has... I think this is where it gets interesting because Disney, I think, is inherently geared towards kind of children. And, I mean, yes, we want, we, we'll want. we go back and like casually watch, I guess, Pocahontas and Old Lion King and Cinderella and shit like that. But I think what the... what has, what's gonna really hook us with the Disney app are these the Mandalorian, the, right. the Marvel shows. But that's like why that's why I think they have such an advantage. I, I mean, think so too. They can do all the Star Wars. They you want to just talk kids? Okay, we can pull out Star Wars. Okay, we can pull out Marvel. Yeah, you know they'll probably end up freaking buying DC at some point. Well, <laughs> you know well, what I mean. Like Warner Brothers has DC. Well, that's that, but I'm, I'm yeah. I, I'm, I'm just joking. Saying, I'm, I'm joking. Just trying, I know. I'm trying to think of like what Warner Brothers could do to stay alive in this war, like. Obviously, they have DC. I don't, you said they have like uh, Adult Swim and shit TNT, like that. TNT, Cartoon Network. Yeah, which that, that could. So Warner's going to be more. They're going to have to. That's why I said they're going to have to adapt their business model where. Especially with the three prong thing. Like, right. That, that's that's kind of weird. Yeah. But I don't know. We're just in. We're just hitting like the very beginning of this. Right. I'm just really. It fascinates me and I like it. So the other part and like not to get like like take this in a weird direction but are you gonna say monopolies and shit no, like that no okay. so our economy is actually starting to slow down a little bit and like historically we we rise we fall like we're going to have a recession again at some point like how small or big is up for a lot of debate but like when that happens people are gonna cut the you know they're oh, not yeah. gonna have direct tv they're not going to have 12 different streaming yeah. services so like it's almost like it might be a bad time to be to do putting this. a shit ton of money in yeah. with the way we are heading right now economically. And you're already seeing like wages and stuff haven't grown. So people aren't going to be willing to spend, you know, 
40 bucks a month on seven different apps yeah, to watch exactly. movies and TV. Exactly. So it's kind like, of that's an interesting I'm scared. Aspect. I'm scared. Yeah, for sure. There's always that aspect. It's it's crazy. Um uh yeah, so I hear I I came up with this kind of funny ass little scenario. So uh, if all these platforms went head to head and you had to stick with one, which one are you sticking with? I know you're going to easily say Disney, but um in terms of like quality, I love HBO so fucking much. And I know they're not really like a true blue like streaming platform, but like they do have a streaming aspect. Right. I but just love HBO's, HBO so much. HBO, and they don't have the quantity to match, but right. but HBO also benefits from they have uh yeah, movies <laughs> that uh <laughs> Trey's house sounds like it's going to burn down because the smoke detector might be going off. But you might have to help me fix that because I cannot get it off. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll it probably f- mean you need to change your batteries. Uh, well, no, it does. I just I can't prop it off. Okay. I've tried it twenty times. Okay. But yeah. Um, but HBO, the only thing I would worry about is they have a lot of movies on there. You would assume if yeah. all of these go streaming, they're they, going to lose they get all pulled. their movies. Yeah. So HBO, their TV series are great. Their originals oh, are yeah. great, and but that's they'll all always <laughs> have an edge like on that. But that's it. There's only you can only watch a TV show so many. Like you you're can't right. rewatch. Like you're right. Are you gonna go back and rewatch uh, Sopranos, Sopranos a million seven times? times? Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Like yeah, some I, of that I, stuff I feel is, that. is I feel so that. dense that like I don't think you can survive with just the HBO. Yeah. I th- in terms of quantity, I think it'd be Netflix because literally, even if you pull everything and they have the originals, they have so many fucking originals now that I I'd, I'd like to sit down and yeah. actually see how many they have. But they're gonna be the same thing as HBO, where all their stuff's gonna be. I mean, they're sprinkling in movies. Yeah, now. but you could honestly you could say this argument with everything like Disney. Right. These the shows will be burned out after a few watches. I just thought it, it was no, no, no. But I'm saying like. Movies are much more rewatchable. Okay, so you're saying TV shows. movies mixed with the TV. Okay, right. okay, I see what that, you're. And I see that's where, where like, at. when these like, you pull Disney off, you pull Warner Brothers off, and Netflix, all they have is original. Like, but they are getting into. Are you going to watch? No, they are. But it's they are getting into are the you big watch budget. Bright? They are you get, watch Bright twelve times. Like, you know, <laughs> but they do you have the I mean? Scorsese like, movie coming next year, and they have yeah. they have. Um, the fucking one with Chris Pine and like the olden days, like the Outlaw King, that's what it is. And they have Roma, which is getting all this love that might be an Oscar nominee. Right. They're ge- you're naming four or five movies. Whereas I'm just saying the future. Disney- I'm saying the future, <laughs> man. They're putting money into these movies. No, absolutely. And they need to, to, to stay alive. But I just, in the long run, I'll take Disney because I'll take the quantity of being able to. The, watch the backlog a of the animated different things. Okay, and, and but, but you also forget Disney's not just animated movies. No, I know it's this. not just it, the Lion King. It's also going to be like Hannah Montana and shit like that, like Disney Channel. Well, not even that. But I'm they, just saying, there's Disney so much makes actual movies <laughs> more than just freaking <laughs> kids movies. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, this is a great debate. I like it. It's just it's it's gonna be, there's gonna come a time there's where a big change it's yeah. gonna be a big change um briefly i just want to touch on it marvel is fast tracking a shang chi movie um this will be the first marvel movie with an asian lead he is a master of kung fu and i looked up the wikipedia it said when he joins the avengers he gains the power to duplicate himself so that's kind of interesting look out for that 
All right, let's get on to some music. The Grammy nominations. I know it is annoying and boring to just listen, uh, hear me reel off nominations, so we'll ch- try and do it fast, but we can kind of debate this a little bit more. Um, you, we want to kind of do it the same way we did, sure. Golden Globes, yep. where we kind of um, predict it. So um, record of the year, and we've kind of had this discussion, record versus song. Yeah. I still don't know the real, the difference, but we'll go with it. Um, record of the year, I Like It by Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and J Balvin. Uh, the Joke by Brandy, is it Carly? Brandy Carlisle. Carlisle. Is that a country song? I don't know. I, I think Brandy no Carlisle is, though. I okay. Think, I don't know. I've never cool. heard that song. Brandy Carlisle, I'll know it for because she's nominated a bunch of times. Uh, this is America by Childish Gambino. God's Plan by Drake. Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. All the Stars the by stack. Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Rockstar by Post Malone and Twenty One Savage. Oof, middle. The Middle by Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray. Very stacked category. Yeah, um, I honestly have no idea where have, this is one is where this one's gonna yeah. go. I have two that pop out to me. Okay, this is America. Really? Yeah, and shallow, shallow. I just, I honestly could see all the stars being like up there on that tier too. Yeah, I think it's either shallow or the middle. all the stars. The middle was like middle the biggest freaking hit of yeah. The I, I don't I, know. I would go This Is America for that. Okay. This Is America. For record. Maybe not song. Okay. I don't know the difference. <laughs> me either. <laughs> but like record to me makes it sound like all of the other pieces where song, it's just like lyrics beat. Yeah. Where record, I think more of like, and I could be completely <laughs> off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to go all the stars. I don't know. Okay. I just, I, 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 I have would, a feeling that I that, would wager that's gonna, that would not win. Okay. Album of the Year, Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B. By the way, uh, hold up real quick. By the way, I Forgive You by Brandy Carlisle. Scorpion by Drake. Her by Her. Um, Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone. Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet. Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. Black Panther soundtrack by Kendrick Lamar and various artists. Gotta love various artists. He's, he's, yes. he's great. Um Honestly, it's crazy that a soundtrack is nominated for this. It's really kind of a big deal. But uh, this is here's another interesting uh, point with these. So Drake, Scorpion by Drake, and Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone. They both did not get nom nominated for rap album of the year, but their album of the year makes no sense. So that's kind of interesting. Um, But what this is kind of a tough. So here's another thing. So looking forward to the rap album of the year. Um, Invasion of Privacy is the only one that got nominated for both. So does that make it she is the favorite here? I really hope not. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Um, I would say it's between... I don't want to say Black Panther, but I kind of might think that. I don't know. I I haven't listened to Dirty Computer, but I I could see how they like Janelle Monae. I know she's very artistic with what she does. I could almost see Beer Bongs and Bentleys being really? pretty high up there. Because it's got a mix of like... Oh, it does. Like kind of rock, kind of country, sure. kind of R&B. Yeah, I'd be surprised hip-hop. though that... I'd be... I, I'm surprised they put that over uh, Astroworld. Like I feel like those yeah. two are kind of the same album, but Astroworld, in my opinion, is just better. I don't know. This one's tough. I don't really want to make a prediction, honestly. Okay. Let's not. Let's okay. go to Song of the Year. <laughs> song of the Year. All the Stars, Kendrick Lamar and SZA, Boot Up by Ella Ma 
LMA. Uh, God's Plan by Drake in My Blood by Sean Mendez. That was a big hit this year. Uh, the Joke by Brandy Carlisle. The Middle Again by Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray. Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And This Is America by Childish Gambino. Are you going This America again? No, for song I would go Shallow. Shallow. Okay. Shalala, shalala. That was that was a good song and a really good movie. <laughs> yeah, so again, uh, the soundtrack songs are kind of the highlights, which is kind of very interesting to me. Um, again, I, I if all the stars wins record of the year, it's gonna win song of the year in my mind. I think if Shallow wins record of the year, I think it's gonna win song of the year. I don't really know the difference. Um, I I would root for This Is America. I just don't think it's going to win. So I think. The fact that I picked uh, all the stars for record, I'm gonna go with song of the year. I don't, I don't know. Okay. This is stacked. This, who, who has any idea? All right, best new artist, Chloe, Chloe and Haley. Don't know anything about them. Luke Combs. I'm assuming he's country. Yep. Greta Van Fleet. Her Dua Lipa. She had that big. Um, kind of techno-y song. Uh, Margot Price, BB Rexa, and Georgia Smith. I'm rooting for Georgia Smith. I don't think she'll win. My guess is BB Rexa will win. I'm going to go with Luke Combs. That's my dude. Combs, that's your dude. Okay, good shit. All right, now we're getting into the rap shit. This is more of at least up my alley. I know Brandon is a little country, but he's a rap guy too. Um, so best rap performance, Be Careful by Cardi B. A lot of love for Cardi B yeah. this year. It's crazy. Um, nice for What by Drake. Drake. King's Dead by Kendrick Lamar, J-Rock, Future, and James Blake. Bubblin' by Anderson Pack, which is not on Oxnard, which is very interesting. Uh, Sicko Mode by Travis Scott, Drake, and Sway Lee. What do you got here? Sicko Mode. Really? Yeah. Okay. I de- definitely probably see nice for what though. Probably nice for what with all the noms you got to think like Cardi's gonna win one of these. Yeah, yeah, probably. I don't know. Sure, I'll I'll predict Cardi. I'm rooting for. I'm probably rooting for Sicko Mode. That's it was a dope song. I I honestly it'll be when we do our next podcast for our best of that will be on my top ten list of yeah. songs. I mean it just killed it this year. So um. Yeah, it'd be cool to see it actually get a Grammy. So uh, the next one is Best Rap Sung Performance, Like I Do by Christina Aguilera and Gold Link, Pretty Little Fears by Black and uh, J. Cole, This Is America by Childish Gambino, All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar and SZA, Rockstar by Post Malone, and 21 Savage. Here I will go, This Is America. I agree. So uh, that too good of a I song. Mean, he's the not- only person on it. Yeah. Right. Everybody else exactly. is nominated. And I, I remember. A, I remember uh, Drake having a song like that. Yeah. Back, was it Hotline Bling or something? Yeah. Something got nominated where it was One just him, and we're like, "Oh, he can do both." Yeah. So this is too good of a song not to at least win something. So um, the next one is uh, Black Black. Uh, best rap song God's Plan by Drake King's Dead by Kendrick Lamar J-Rock Future and James Blake Lucky You which is hilarious yeah. because he guns the Grammys in I think this song in a song I'm, off I'm, Kamikaze yeah. uh, but Lucky You by Eminem and Joyner Lucas Sicko Mode by Travis Scott Drake and Sway Lee and Win by J-Rock which is kind wait, of wait, wait, wait. good song good song uh, surprised that it got nominated for a Grammy but I'm here for it um, what do you what do you got here Sicko mode again. Mm. I can, I'll go God's I plan. I can see God's I'll plan. Go God's plan. I can see God's plan winning. Um, 
Oh, here's the rap album. I was about to say. I thought I didn't think I forgot this. Uh, best rap album: Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B, Swimming by Mac Miller, Victory Lap. This is a surprise by Nipsey Hussle, Daytona by uh, Pusha T, and Astroworld by Travis Scott. So obviously, I'm rooting for Mac Miller. I yeah. think it'd be very, very special to see him get this Grammy win. One because I think Swimming is. Um, not even like a rap album, just the music on it. The instrumentation is fucking beautiful. I think it is deservedly so. It could win. I think this is, I hope it doesn't go to Cardi, but I could see it just because she's fucking nominated for album of the year period. So I think that might be my prediction. Fuck. I hope I'm uh, wrong. My prediction is. You're going Astro, aren't you? No. What? Daytona. Okay. I think Daytona's going to win. Yeah, when it's this is funny though because when I went to go see him in concert, he kept like every, every after every song he would say rap album of the motherfucking year. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. cool. Not that, for me, but that album is I think is he, hella fire. I know I you're not a big push it guy. He's going to win. That shit's fire. Okay, um have you did you listen to all of Oxnard at least once? Yeah. So we can run through it like quickly. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a ton to say about okay, it. Okay, I honestly. have a little bit to say. Yeah, so, I'll let you take, the, take away most of this. Yeah, uh, this is Go really, we it. don't have a lot left. But um, So 14 songs, 56 minutes in length. Uh, features from Kendrick Lamar, Dr. Dre, Pusha T, Snoop Dogg, J. Cole, Q-Tip, and more. I know on the last podcast before it came out, we I especially was really hyping this up, saying this has potential to be a fucking classic, um, especially with all the features and his hype off of uh, Malibu, uh, Anderson Pack that is. But um, did this album live up to expectations? Do you want me to start out and kind of take I'll this? I'll just or? say for me, okay, it, you. it didn't. Yeah. Um, just because I, I wanted more, like, though to, it was all the same. Like, it all sounded the same to me. Yeah. Where, like, I think that's one of the, you know, in his very young career so far, oh, yeah. one of the things he's shown is how diverse he is mm. and how talented he is. Yes. Where I think focusing on, like, the same sound didn't do him any favor so i think he missed from that aspect for sure now let me say this so malibu his uh his album before oxnard fucking beautiful it mm. was such a good album i don't know i i think you kind of caught on late to yeah. that album i kind of it almost felt like it. polar opposites oh yeah big time and here so i put this on here um Dre's influence. Now, obviously, Dre's influence is a great thing. Like any, everybody wants a Dre um, cosine and right. a Dre influence. But I think it kind of hurt um, Anderson Pack here, just because, especially on Malibu, it was so different and so artistic and so like unique. Like he he sings, he raps, he plays the drums, he does his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it felt like his story on Malibu, or this just kind of felt like he was trying to rap like it, yeah. it, it, it they were cool songs like there's just there isn't a song in there where i really pull out and i'm like damn like i'm enthralled by this right. whereas on damn near every song on malibu i'm like damn this is fucking crazy um but on this it just felt like 
And let me, so this is the crazy part. Um, I always do a one tweet review and you know that I love everything off the one tweet review. And I did, I fucking, I was like, this is stunning. Um, listening to it on my beats. Like, I'm like, damn, the production on this is crazy. It's crisp. You can tell Dre is behind the beats. The, the, uh, features are great. The song, the, the first half of the song or album, excuse me, it's very like, it has more of an artistic vibe to it. Yeah. Um, but as it keeps going, it kind of just loses value. Like, like they're, they're good songs, but like they, they don't really mean anything. You know what I mean? Like give me some meaning behind the songs. And that's why this album for me was a big letdown. Um, I don't know if it's going to make my top 10, which is really unfortunate because I had real, real high hopes for this album. Like I said, off one listen, I loved it. And then I keep nitpicking it and it just kind of, fell by the wayside like i don't find myself going back to this album it, it sucks but it is what it is i think where does ap go from here i think if he goes and this is kind of cliche to say but if he go back it goes back to his roots i think if he if he pulls away from um trying to be a rapper i think that's what he was trying to do with this album if he goes back and does his thing uh is unique and kind of those summery beach vibes i think that's where he succeeds so that's where I would like to see Anderson Pack go. You have anything else on this? No, I, I think that's right. I think he he needs to go back to being that diverse, um, talented, creative, yes, creative aspect rather than may, and maybe not even like really needing like a true like I, he doesn't need a big name producer. I'd almost this and this might be weird because I just said he doesn't need a big name producer. I'd almost like to see Kanye produce something for him. Because Kanye will let him do yeah. some crazy like but, experiment with like different sounds and like Yeah. I think Kanye could bring out a lot of his uniqueness and talent. Yeah. I could see two album. sides if Kanye produced an AP project. I, I I could see if he pulled like soulful samples, I'd be a hundred percent here for it. But I also think about like what he did with Daytona and it's more like banging boom bat beats. And um that's what I think not that I didn't like out of Oxnard, but like I feel like he's better when he's more R and B than he is more no, hip hop. Right? Is that weird to say? No, 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 no. I agree. But yeah. but but Kanye, Kanye's also shown like his ability to to work with not just rap. Like I, I think Kanye. Sure. As crazy as he is, mm-hmm. like he also had a Twitter fucking rant today. I don't know if you saw it nah, at Drake I didn't today. His ass, yeah, but like I, I could see him getting some like really unique sounds and stuff out of AP. I, I could, I could definitely see. I could also see it going south. I could see both ways. So, who knows? I hope AP comes back with a with a, a classic on his next album. I will say though, he is probably. I definitely want to go see AP live. I think he'd be a great, great concert to go see. So he's on my list. All right, let's move briefly into sports. We don't have a ton to talk about. Let's really uh, hit on college football playoffs and then the Heisman. So uh, our college football playoffs are set. We have the Orange Bowl, number one, Alabama, versus number four, Oklahoma. The Cotton Bowl, number two, Clemson, versus number three, Notre Dame. I will be in attendance at that yes, game. I'm fucking pumped. It's going to be crazy. Don't kill my vibe, my friend. I know yeah, you're going to try. Let's start there. Let's start there. <laughs> okay, we're going to start here. Tell me you that, know what? Kill my vibe. No, tell we me. We know what happens. Tell me what you expect to happen. 
What you expect you know what? to happen? I'm not even going to say I expect to win. Um, I know no one expects us to win this game. I do think it's going to be a lot closer than the experts think. I think both what does closer are, be? What does closer I think, mean I to you? I think we're going to have a chance to win. Personally, okay. I really do. I don't think it'll be a blowout. Okay. I don't even think the Alabama Oklahoma game will be a blowout. I think that will be a high scoring game. I think. Um, I don't want to say I think Oklahoma will win, but I think they'll keep it close. I think they'll contend. Okay, so I still think Notre Dame will. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna predict anything. Yeah, give me a championship game. Uh, I don't want to. Oh my I'm god! I'm not gonna you do coward. that. I don't want to do that. You coward! I'm going to the game, bro. This is different for me. You give me. You give me a game, and I'll say thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thumbs down. For Probably Colorado. thumbs down. All for right. Me. So. Notre Dame Clemson. It's going to be Alabama. This is what Clemson I think. This is what for I the think. fifth year in a row. Yeah, Clemson's going to win. Okay, let's just put it on the table. I can't wait to make another video. <laughs> Clemson's going to win. I don't think it's going to be like a three touch. It's not going to be what happened when they played Alabama in the well, championship thanks. game. I appreciate it's that. It's not going to be that. <laughs> Man, that tail's not going to be tackling nobody out there. <laughs> It's going to be one of those games where, It'll like... It'll be a two-touchdown win. My 20 instead of 28. Like, uh, it's going to be, to me, like, how I foresee this game is Notre Dame's going to feel like they're in it, but they're not at the same time, if that makes sense. Like, Clemson's going to be in control. Maybe, like, a turnover or something. Notre Dame gets, like, some momentum, but, like, Never they're always really going to feel like they're just treading water. Rather than, you know what I mean? Like, I, I first. I don't want to know what you mean. Clemson <laughs> winning by like 13 or something. Okay. Where, like, if Notre Dame would have just punched that one in, then they would have had a chance. You know, I don't think I see them running away with it. I don't know. Uh, but okay. I don't see it coming down to like a late field goal either. Here's what I think. I'm a Notre Dame fan, so I'm biased, obviously. But I truly do think that Notre Dame is a team that plays up and down to their competition. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. Like, obviously, we. And. Michigan has gotten better, I know, but we played up and played. We looked pretty good against oh, yeah, Michigan absolutely. with Brandon Wimbush. We got better as well, I think, but we played up to that competition. We killed Syracuse. Granted, Syracuse is kind of mid packed with the yeah. ranked teams, but I mean, we play up to the teams and then we, you know, look pretty almost shitty against lose USC. To Ball State almost lose. Did we? Yeah. Almost lost. Should have lost to Vanderbilt. Should have lost to Pitt. So that's what I'm saying. That we right. play no, up absolutely. and down yeah, to I competition. Agree. So I agree. I don't know. I think. But if the hard they, part is, yeah, you ain't played Clemson, and like, unfortunately, but they haven't played the toughest of schedules either. Well, yeah, but they. Played, there we go. They this a, shit. No, they played a similar schedule to you. <laughs> they played a lot of ACC teams, like you guys have. Is that fair? We're ACC affiliated. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys have played a similar schedule. Okay. But Clemson. I worry that Clemson's defense is just so freaking good. Bro, our defense is pretty good, too. No, no, no. I think your defense is going to give Clemson some fits. I just struggle to see your offense like consistently being able to drive the ball. Against. I feel like Ian Clemson Book has, has to play a perfect game. Yeah. Clemson has three defensive linemen that are probably going to be first-round picks. Like, I mean, that's like just it's unfair. Honestly, you have a smirk on your face, and I don't like it. <laughs> so, I, 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 Clemson, I think wins that game. I think 10, 13, somewhere in there. I think it'll be close. I, and I think, it, I think it'll, it'll be a frustrating game where it's like we're one play away, man. We're one play, but you just like can't get that one. But play it won't away. be a game where we 
come You're out not leaving of it. At we're, halftime. Like, we're just like, Jesus Christ, yeah. we don't even belong here. We shouldn't here. have been here. We shouldn't. We don't even the belong committee's here. made a terrible mistake. No, I don't. I I don't think you'll embarrass yourself. At least, thank you for giving me that. I You're guess. Welcome. <laughs> All right, now let's go Alabama, uh, Oklahoma. Do you think this will be a blowout? I don't know. I struggle. This this is, I struggle. Do you think man. it'll at least be a high high scoring game? Let me let me just let me tell you kind of <laughs> okay, my, all right, all my, right. my thought process here. I originally was all in. I think Oklahoma's gonna win this game. Oh when shit! When the matchup came out, I was like, "Dude, Oklahoma's gonna win this." Game. Oh shit! I did not. This is a taking a weird turn. Yeah, but then <laughs> Kyler Murray won the Heisman over Tua, and I was oh, like, "So now that's motivation." I was like. Damn. If Tua would have won, maybe they're a little happy. It's Oklahoma. They play no defense. We can also morph the Heisman talking. Do you think he was deserving to win? No, he should have won. Okay. He he deserved to win the Heisman. I'm glad he won. But it's like, that's the type of shit that Nick Saban just finds one little edge, and it seems like his team is just like brainwashed into being like, like Nick Saban's going to tell the whole world. Everybody thinks Oklahoma's going to beat you guys <laughs> when nobody is going to pick Oklahoma. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's what he'll do. He'll be like, they think Kyler Murray's better than Tua. And yeah. so like I just now I just think like that just not that it should, mm-hmm. but I think it gives kind of a mental advantage where like you could overlook Oklahoma to get to Clemson, but now you're like, yo, we got to we got to make Kyler Murray look as bad as possible. Um, it'll be interesting. Oklahoma's going to be able to score. Obviously, Alabama's going to be able to score. It'll just be a matter of can Oklahoma like keep pace? Can they not turn the ball over? Are they? Can they not get rattled by like the big game and and not like make stupid penalties? I think penalties is going to be a big part because if Oklahoma gets in on like first and twenty, second and twenty, you're not going to beat you're not going to beat Alabama. They're professional defense, damn near. <laughs> like you can't. You're you're not like you got to stay ahead of schedule. It'll be interesting. I think this will be the toughest matchup for Alabama of any of the other teams because their offense is so prolific. Um, obviously, they'll be able to run the ball down their throat. They'll be able to throw the ball. Like I have no problem seeing Alabama score 35, 40 points pretty easily. It'll but that's what a, Oklahoma's good at is putting right, up points. Right. It'll yeah. just be a matter of does Oklahoma's offense, can they handle a actual defense? Sure. And it'll be very interesting to I'm, see. I'm excited. It's going to be I, I lean Alabama. I lean Alabama winning and then them beating Clemson. And, you know, same shit, different. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We will see. I'm excited for the Cotton. Yeah, you excited to go down to Jerry's. Jerry's World Band. It's a freaking I bet blast. it's fucking sick. It's, when you walk up to it, you're just like, holy yeah. shit. And we got official tailgate, so that'll yeah. be dope. To see you'll too. have a hard time. Uh, so. Not watching the Jumbotron? Yes. Yeah. So I went for my 16th birthday. My parents got me tickets. Uh, it was the year Cowboy Stadium opened. We had front row seats on the 50-yard line. Oh, shit. So you weren't even high up. You still No, I was it. literally like the Cowboys bench was right in front of me. Yeah. I, I, the Cowboys cheerleaders came out right like below me. I couldn't stop watching the Jumbotron. That's like It's all happening right in front of you. See, we have high seats, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, You'll be I watching will, the Jumbotron yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it, It's hard not to. Yeah, but I still, watched, just like, to be there will be oh, cool. Oh, yeah. I literally had front row seats, and I watched 70% on the Jumbotron. <laughs> that, that's, that's funny. Because it's, like, it's just amazing. It's mesmerizing. It. Yeah, cool. it's pretty cool. Hell, yeah. I'm excited for it. And then, yeah, we talked a little bit about Heisman, uh, Kyler Murray. Do we want to talk about the other bullet point there or – 
Like, I just I one, think it's so fucking annoying. No, it is. It is. Listen, there's two takes. One, well, first you let's are, talk about what we're talking about. Yeah. Kyler Murray, some tweets came out of during his Heisman speech. This man was 14 when he tweeted. Yeah, one. If you are have any fear of becoming a superstar or being famous or you're good at something, yeah, go scrub your Twitter, like, <laughs> or your friend's mouth. Like, even if you freaking believe the shit, like, just delete it. Yeah. Two. Don't quit, tweet stupid shit. Quit, no, two is like. <laughs> Why do grown-ups have to be like, yo, this kid's having the night of his life? Yeah, fuck that. Let me look through his Twitter. When he was 14? Yeah. yeah like, so like they, it doesn't, like, you should never say that. There's no excuses. It's, Hopefully I people even, I didn't change even see the tweet, stuff. what he said. I, I, I know, know it was something about I don't know. gay people, I yeah. think, but so I don't know. Yeah. I, it's, it's so annoying, though, that people ruin. No, I agree. You know, fuck that. I agree. This man, is there any chance this man plays baseball and football? No. Just baseball? He keeps on the on, the on ESPN, other. he keeps like like dangling the carrot like his I agent, might play football. Yeah, his agent said no. Oh he, he did baseball. I would think it would be. It'd be a smart move, but like he, know, he doesn't come out and say like I'm not playing football. So I don't know. Did you see uh the next thirty for thirty? Uh so the maybe. last one was Tyson versus Buster Douglas. It's very good. Okay. The one before that was Bobby Knight. That was another really good one. Yeah, well, he wasn't in it, I heard, though. Oh, well, no. Because they were trashing him, right? Yeah. Yeah. The next one's about primetime. Deion Sanders. Oh, I think I, I heard, It's about I, playing football and baseball. Oh, cool. So I'm just ready for the – I know we talked when about they this, like, but the Bulls one will yeah. be really sweet. When they showed it, they had a limo pull up, and Dion like comes I, out in like I, a suit. That's what I think I saw on Twitter. to the bar stool and yeah. like sits down. It's going to be freaking sweet. Dion. Dion, Dion. That'll be cool. All right, I think that's the podcast. Uh, it was a fun one. Stay um, tuned for the best of. Yeah, so so we got to tease their, our kind of favorite podcast of the year. Um, on the next podcast, we are going to rank our favorite TV shows, movies, songs, albums, sports moments. Um, we're going to really break everything down, and it's just kind of a fun podcast. Kind of one of a longer uh, podcast, but you'll have to really anchor down and stick with us. It's kind of a year-end compilation, compilation of everything of we've everything. seen, heard, exactly. talked about. Yes. Yes. It's fun. It is definitely fun. And, and there uh, were some talks for next year yes. kind of changing. Yes. Some if, of you our wanna, if you want to kind of Yeah, yeah, go oh, ahead. We'll tease it. We'll, we'll tease, tease it. it. Yeah. So we we've been talking the idea about kind of expanding the brand and maybe breaking off into some other podcasts, other shows, other videos. Uh, here's I'll say this since this is the last like regular podcast of the year, I would like to at least do um, this is a goal for myself. I want to at least do one article because I really I didn't write anything for the website this year. So I kind of slacked on that. But I'd like to write at least one article a month. I'd like to go see. I should maybe, start writing articles. Yeah, you're more welcome to. Sports and shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'd like to maybe go see at least one movie a month, which I, which I think I already do. Yeah. But we kind of. We need to do a review we, a Yeah, month. We, we have yeah. it. We kind of. I kind of. 
and that's okay. Life kind of got in the way no, this year. Yeah, and it's no worries. I just even if even if we have to do like individual ones, I'd like to kind of keep a steady flow of the videos. Yes. I even like to. Um, this is just kind of a throwout idea, but I think with the new group FaceTime, I think that offers something we could do with like a video podcast. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that I want to play with next year. Um, it'll be a little experimental, but if it works out, I think we can uh, be bigger and better we'll than be ever. Spicing it up. Exactly. So stay tuned for it and tell your friends and subscribe and like us on fucking everything. Uh, it's been a fun year. Um, that's about it. I'm Trey Alessio, the dawn of entertainment, Brandon Ogden, the consigliere. And as always, we'll be back for more. Stay safe. <laughs>